Evil cannot hide from me. No secret is secret from me. The truth of your guilt will always be revealed to me. I am the jewel. The Jewel is brought to you by Bijou Lux Jewelers, home of the most exquisite gems in the finest settings. Right now, Bijou Lux is offering a limited edition amethyst pendant just like the jewels, set in exquisite filigreed sterling silver. Visit your local Bijou Lux for yours. Quantities are limited. The Jewel. Phantom Defender of Justice is, in reality, Dr. Beryl Morgan, famed archaeologist. One day, during a dig in a secret location somewhere in the Pacific, she unearthed a strange violet stone set in an ancient pendant. The stone glowed at her touch, but no one else's. Amar the mystic, Beryl's faithful friend and partner at the Morgan Museum, recognized the pendant. He told her that the stone possessed strange and powerful qualities, but it would only work for the one it chose— Beryl tried it and found that she could read Amar's every thought. She vowed to use the stone's power only for good. With that, the jewel was born. Uh, where are we headed tonight, Artie? Uh, just past the Connet and the ferry route. The whiting are really biting over there. <laughs> the whiting are biting. Good one, Captain. Let's see, yesterday was squid. Uh, for calamari that's fried, we search for squid far and wide, huh? How's that? <laughs> Not bad. Hey, maybe we got another career as uh, fishing poets. Yeah, I could think of worse things to do. <laughs> so I talked to Millie's sister the other day. You know, the younger one who's single and uh, a dish. <laughs> Gloria would be thrilled to meet you. I was thinking maybe you and she could come over for dinner one night, maybe play some bridge. Yeah? Yeah, dinner okay, but uh, I'm not really that great at bridge. How about canasta? Uh, sure. Millie's a real canasta ace, though. Uh, maybe pinnacle, then. Ow! That is bright! Oh, where is that light coming from? Yeah, looks like Gannett Island. Yeah. But there aren't any lights on Gannett Island. There isn't anything on Gannett Island but uh, Gannett, is there? Not that I know of. I'm going to go around it, see if we can find anything. Oh, gee, I don't see a thing. Yeah, neither do I, which is even more suspicious. What do you mean? I don't see any boats around other than ours. That means the light came from the island. Since when do birds have searchlights? Oh, I see what you mean. So, what do we do? Yeah, right now, nothing. It's too dark to search the island, and it's not a smart move anyway. I'll call Ray the minute we get back. Good idea. I hope those whiting are biting fast as well as good. <laughs> now I have the creeps. Interesting morning, everyone. Boy, do I need coffee. Interesting morning? That's an odd greeting. Something happened? Well, to start with... I'm going to Harvard with Beryl to see her give a talk and do some wedding errands. But something did happen as well. I'm glad you're here, Seamus. You need to hear this in an official capacity. Oh? I got a call from Artie last night. He went out to do some night fishing. 
On the way to his spot, he was blinded by a searchlight being shined from Gannet Island. Gannet Island? That island isn't inhabited, is it? No. That's what makes it interesting. Seamus, you should send someone to check it out. Hmm. I don't know if I can, Ray. Well, Gannet Island is technically part of Bristolport. It's also public land and therefore open to the public. No law's been broken, I can see. If shining lights into the eyes of boaters isn't illegal, it should be. It needs to be stopped in any case, before there's an accident. Eh, you've got a good point there. Okay, you sold me. Betty, you want to take this one? Sure. Should I have Artie take me out so he can show me where? Yes. He's not fishing today, so give him a call. Will do. Great. Let me know what you find. Hey, Amar's not here. Where is he? I want to make sure we're on for the hockey game tonight. It's the first home game of the season. He's in his office with Lorelai. Lesson number one. Lesson number... Ah, got it. Lorelai, you need to relax and focus. Your mind is flying through too many thoughts right now. I'm sorry. I can't help it. I'm just so excited and anxious and nervous. There is no need to be anxious or nervous. Will you make mistakes? Of course. Mistakes are how one learns. What you will not do is fail. Take my hands and close your eyes. Think of nothing, feel nothing, but my vibration and my hands linked with yours. Good. Let the tingle of your own energy course through you. See it. Identify it. Excellent. (laughs) How did that feel? Weird, but good. It's as if I saw myself for the first time, really saw myself. Wonderful. Now, do you accept what you saw? I have to. Let me rephrase that. I accept what I saw because I would never lie to myself. Do I accept myself as is, so to speak? No. There are parts that need to change, and I need to do the work to change them. That is the best answer you could possibly give. In some ways, you will be easier to guide than Belle, I can already tell. To accept you as you is sometimes the hardest step. Phew! Glad to know I won't be a total burden. I do want to learn, Amar. Learn exactly what gifts I have and learn how to use them. The knowing other people's things is the first one I need to deal with. I can tune out strangers for the most part, but friends are another thing. For instance, I don't need to know that Ray wants to make sure you and he are on for the hockey game tonight, but there it is, just as sure as if he was standing here. (laughs) It is the enormous love you have for everyone that makes their thoughts so loud. I would go and tell him that yes, we are. While I am gone, try to picture a wall in your mind. A wall that will keep out potential invaders. I'll try, but that wall is going to have a gate that isn't locked. I sure hope I get the hang of this soon. Ever since I found out why I know things, it's just gotten worse. You will. 
not because of the need for peace of mind, but because you want to learn. Some of those messages will be important ones, ones you need to know. I will return shortly, and we will start to work on recognizing those messages. for taking me out to the island, Artie. Yeah, no problem. Glad I could help. Uh, so did you guys come with any, uh, theories? About why someone was shining lights? Not yet. We don't have anything to go on. Hopefully I'll pick up a clue or two on the island. What do you remember about the lights? Not much. I was talking to Claude, uh, my first mate, when all of a sudden I was blinded by a flood of light. I'd have yanked the boat off cost just to get away from it. Which direction was it shining? Let's see, I was heading south southeast, and it hit me part side. So, uh, due west. Yeah, there's nothing in that direction, as you're about to see. Land's about half mile away. That's close enough for a signal to be picked up by binoculars. <laughs> Jeez, I didn't even think of that. If it makes you feel any better, I wouldn't know a fishing pole from a bowling ball. <laughs> okay, so the fishing pole is the long, skinny one. I'd be happy to show you how to use one. I could teach you to catch anything from, uh, sprats to shocks. Maybe sometime. I do love a good fish fry, and Laura's an ace of that stuff. Oh, she sure is. Uh, here's Gannett Island. Oh, good, there's, there's a dock. You don't have to come with me, Artie. I'll be quick. If you're sure it's okay to go around alone. I doubt there's anyone here. If there is, the sound of the boat would have scared them into hiding. Give me maybe 10, 15 minutes. If I'm not back in 15, you can come looking for me. Yeah, will do. Uh, be careful, you know, just in case. Might not even take 10 minutes. This island is tiny. It's like a big backyard surrounded by water. There's nothing here but trees and rocks and birds. I don't even see any footprints, never mind a searchlight. Well, here's something that's not native to the island. A gilt shell. Looks like it was glued to something and fell off. Are there any more like it? No. Wait. What's behind that rock over there? The shadow doesn't match the rock. Welcome to the Morgan Museum, Mr. Love. I'm Lorelai Johnson. I'll be conducting your tour today. Thank you, Lorelai. I'm looking forward to seeing this place. Dr. Morgan has an unparalleled reputation in the archaeology world, particularly in the field of glyphs. She's amazing. I've learned more from her than my grad courses. I would really love to meet her. Would that be possible? Oh, not today, I'm afraid. She's in Hartford giving a talk to the New England Archaeological Society. Oh, it doesn't have to be today. I'll be in town for a while. I'm looking into purchasing the old factory and turning it into a center for shopping and housing. And there are many things I want to see around here besides this museum. The fall foliage, for instance. Ooh, you came in the right year. The colors are the best I've ever seen them. Make sure you go up to the Pecanset Woods, just north of the city. The paper birches are glowing, they're so yellow. I will be sure and do that. Thank you for the tip. You're welcome. 
So, would you like the standard tour, or is there a specific area you're interested in? Let's start with the standard tour. I'll be able to decide what I'd like to focus on once I've seen everything. Makes sense. I have to warn you, while we do have statuary and other ornamental items, we don't have much in the way of fine art, I'm afraid. Now, how did you know that I'm interested in fine art? <laughs> I noticed the pattern on your tie. It's the sky from Van Gogh's Starry Night. <laughs> You're very observant. I am indeed interested in the fine art, but I am also interested in many other things, such as um, ancient history. Uh, the world is too interesting a place to focus on just one part of it. Shall we be off? We shall. We'll start on the top floor with the pre-Columbian and Aztec exhibits, then work our way back down here and end with our featured exhibit on Cotan, the lost city of Mordonia. Follow me up these stairs. There's more to this guy than he's letting on. I can feel it. My comment about fine art startled him. I can't hear any of his thoughts, but I'm sure he's up to something. I'll play dumb, just in case. So, was my talk interesting? Or was it the three cups of coffee that kept you awake? <laughs> Both. I didn't really understand most of what you were talking about, but I loved watching you do it. Oh, Ray. You probably should have stayed in town and performed your mayoral duties. Far more important than watching me or tagging along on errands for the wedding. They can live without me for a few hours. I don't want to miss a single step of our wedding. Not even mundane things like picking up the thank you cards. <laughs> I'm glad we went with the stationer, by the way, even though he's in Hartford. He did a great job. He sure did. <laughs> the invitations are absolutely stunning. I saved a couple for our wedding album. I can't believe the wedding is only two weeks away. I can. Uh, feels like it's taking forever to get here. That reminds me, do you realize we have a housing problem? A housing problem? What do you mean? As of October 20th, we will have one house too many. If I'm officially elected mayor, and that seems to be pretty much a done deal, we'll have to move into the mayor's mansion, which will mean we'll have two houses too many. The mayor's mansion? Oh, I forgot about that. Would we really have to move in there? I'm afraid so. City regulations. I don't want to either. That place is more like a mausoleum than a home. There must be a section for redecorating in the budget for mayor. I'll look into it. If not, I'll pay to fix it up myself. We'll still need to decide where we're living after the 19th in any case, even if it's temporary. I refuse to live in separate houses for even a minute after we're married. Unless you have an objection, I'd really like to stay in my house. Not only is it close to the museum, it has me especially built safe. Fine with me. It's smaller than mine, but frankly, I like it better. It's cozy. I like cozy. I know. Mr. loves to sit by the fire even in August. <laughs> I hope the mayor's mansion has a fireplace. I hope you like dress shops, because that's our next stop. Not really. But if it means getting to watch you again, I'm all for it. Oh, Ray. <laughs> Betty, it's been over 15 minutes. Where are you? Uh, what hit me? Betty! What happened? 
Are you okay? Here, let me help you up. I'm okay. Something or someone hit me on the head. I was only out for a minute or two, though. I should get you to a doctor. Even a minute unconscious is... It's too long. Nah, I'm okay, really. Not even woozy. Let's try and find out who hit me. I also want to take a look at that rock over there. It was making a weird shadow. Now that's funny. What is? The shadow I saw is gone. I swear, that rock had a really square shadow. I was just about to examine it when I was hit. Nothing but a rock here now. No, but something was. See that straight line in the sand? Something was resting against the rock. Something that was taken away. Let's finish looking around quickly, then get back to town so I can report to Hardy. Something fishy is going on around here. (laughs) Something that has nothing to do with Cod. That's terrible, Betty. Are you sure you're all right? I'm fine, promise. So do you think it was a gannet dropping something on you by accident? No, I think it was a human trying to bash my skull in on purpose. It's that line in the sand that convinces me. Someone was there and had something they didn't want me to see. I'm sure of it. But you didn't find anything on the island. Just this guilt shell. No sign of people or searchlights anywhere. Though the ground is pretty rocky, so footprints don't show up for the most part. I think I should go back tonight when it's dark and take another look around. Not by yourself, you don't. If it's dangerous in the midday sun, it'll be ten times as much in the dark. I'll go with you. And this time we'll take police launch, just in case we have to perform official police business. Official police business? What's going on? Uh, We're going back to uh, Gannett Island tonight. Betty found nothing today except uh, a bump in the head. Bump in the head? Who hit you? I don't know. That's what I want to find out. That and what's really going on over there. Count me in. I want to see what's going on. Not only that, but I think we should ask the Jewel to come along. He can see without eyes, you know? But Ray... Uh, fine. I know that trying to stop you'd be a waste of time. Let's meet at seven at the police dock. I'll reserve us a boat. Will do. Do me a favor, both of you. Don't mention any of what happened to Lorelai. She'd freak if she knew I'd been conked. Mum's the word. I've got to go research a housing clause. See you two at seven. Huh? Who knows? I gave up trying to figure out Ray years ago. Let's you and I do a little research on recent bee activity. Thank you for, uh, how do you say it, uh, minding the store today, Lorelai. It was good to be able to concentrate on research for change. Learning about Khotan is learning about my own heritage, as my father's family has roots there. You're welcome. It was a piece of cake. We only had a couple of school groups and a private tour. After covering by myself for most of the summer, this was nothing. And yet your mind is troubled. I can feel it. What is it? I'm not sure. The private tour I did was for a man named John Beasley Love. He's a millionaire who's touring the area and looking into buying the old factory and turning it into a shopping complex or something. Or so he said. You do not believe him. I believe he's interested in museums. I even believe he's interested in fall foliage. I don't believe he wants to buy the factory. I didn't receive any thoughts about it. As a matter of fact, I didn't receive any thoughts from him at all, which was kind of odd. I just have a gut feeling he's not telling the truth. You are wise to question his honesty. As a mystic, you are naturally sensitive to inconsistencies. Odd that you didn't hear any of his thoughts. 
Do you think he was intentionally blocking them? I don't know. I've been working so hard trying not to hear things that maybe I broke my mystic ear. <laughs> you cannot break your mystic ear, as you call it. It is possible that he was trying to keep his mind clear so as to not wear his thoughts on his face. It is a common practice for card players and people in negotiations. We still have ways to find things out. Oh? How? I have a friend in City Hall who is in the Public Works Department. I would call and ask if there have been any offers to buy the factory. Oh, brother. I should have thought of that. What a lunkhead. Oh, you are not a lunkhead. Your mind is merely on other things. What are you thinking of right now? Just what to have for dinner. Bets called and said she had to work late, so it's just me. Why do you not come to the hockey game with me? Huh? Ray is working late as well and had to cancel. Really? I'd love to. I haven't been to a good fight, I mean hockey game, in ages. The hot dogs and beer are on me. Oh, wonderful. I will enjoy the time spent with you as much as I will enjoy the game and the hot dogs. Thanks for joining us, Jewel. I have a feeling it's going to be up to you to solve this one. It's a stinker. Always happy to help, Commissioner Hardy. Betty, would you allow me to read your heart? It is possible that you saw something just before you were hit that you don't consciously remember. Uh, sure. Go ahead. Unfortunately, you did not. The person who hit you came from behind. That's what I figured, but... It was worth a shot. We're just about there. I had Bob cut the engine so we wouldn't be heard. We'll go the rest of the way by dinghy. Hey, there's a light flashing from the island. I see it too. It is being operated by a man we do not know. I have only a vague awareness of the recipient of his message. It's not that they're far away. They're masked in some manner. What's the message? I do not know. It is code of some kind. The person sending it is too far away to read. Well, we're about to hit land, so let's go find him. He is at the opposite end of the island. No. He is in a boat. A fast boat that is slipping away with its lights turned off. Damn it. Well, let's go there anyway. See if there are any clues as to who he is or why he's been flashing lights. I don't see anything. Do any of you? Not a blessed thing. I see where someone was standing, but the actual footprints are all blotted out. Looks like they were looking due west. That's where Artie said the lights were pointed last night. Can you see anything, Jewel? The man who was here is not American. He is European. He was sending a signal to... So that's the reason I couldn't sense the other party. What's the reason? I couldn't see the other person. 
because they're in a submarine. Good morning, Amar. Good morning, Lorelei. I did not expect to see you this morning. My first class isn't until 10 today, so I thought I'd stop in. A little work is better than none, right? It is indeed. Speaking of work, I just received a hand-delivered note. Mr. Love has requested another tour, and he has requested you specifically as his guide. Really? He must think I'm completely naive and a source of information. Agreed. What kind of information is the question? It is not about the factory. Of this I am certain. My friend in City Hall said that a telephone inquiry was made about it a few days ago. But that is only as far as it has gone. Did he say what time he wanted his tour? Not until this afternoon. Well, isn't it lucky that today is my one class day and I'll be here this afternoon. Did he leave a number I can call? No. The instructions are for us to reply by messenger. He's not staying at a hotel, but on his yacht in the harbor. His yacht, huh? He must be a multimillionaire. He is. I did a little research on his name. He is British by birth, the last of a long line of a wealthy family. He added to his riches when he was younger with the invention of some surgical tools, then retired. He has spent much of the rest of his life traveling the world. During the war, he lived in a remote village in France. That's more than a little research. How did you find out all of that? I have a friend in the reference department of the library. As I noted last night, it is a wise mystic who knows not to rely solely on their gifts. And a wiser one who makes friends everywhere they go. I think I'll make friends with a certain millionaire and see if I can find out exactly what he's up to. Good morning. Don't you two look as thick as thieves. Good morning, Dr. Beryl. I was just saying to Lorelei that mystics cannot live by their gifts alone. Agreed. Sometimes conventional methods are necessary. I'm sorry Ray had to work late, so you had to miss the hockey game last night, Amar. Oh, I did not miss it. Lorelai accompanied me. And is Ray going to be mad he missed it? Two bench-clearing fights, our goalie had a tooth knocked out, and we won! Best game I ever saw! And I caught a puck that flew out of the rink. (laughs) It was truly a thrilling evening. I'm glad you two had such a good time. I've got to run to class. Will you send the messenger, Amar? I will indeed. Have a good class. Send a messenger? For what? For a man who is hiding ulterior motives under false pretenses. We will attempt to find out the truth, as I fear those ulterior motives are dangerous ones. be a federal case, Kamish. Are you going to call the FBI? Not yet. We don't really have anything to give them. We should find something then. I think we need to go back out there only earlier this time, like just before dark, so we can take one more look around, then find a place to hide and watch. Nah, I don't really like it, but I think it's our only option. There's definitely something wrong going on, and we need to catch them before it's a real problem. This time, though, let's not let on to Ray what we're doing. I love the man like a brother, but... He never lets me solve anything on my own. I hear you. Mum's the word. I'll have to tell Lorelai, though. At least, I'll have to tell her I have to work late again. Better to do it in person. She'll think I'm hiding something if I call. She should be at the museum by now. I'll run over and tell her. Uh, Go ahead. When you come back, we'll firm up our plans. 
we're going to catch these rascals this time. Again? Are you guys on a stakeout or something? Yeah, I guess you could say that. We have no idea who we're watching or why. We just know that they're up to something. <sighs> Please be careful. The unknown can be so much more dangerous than the stuff you do know. I will. Promise. Do you have any clues at all? No. Oh, wait. Uh, there is this. Oh, a gilt shell. Can I see that? Hey, I know what this is. You do? Sure, it's a piece of a gilt frame. A very old, very ornate frame. The kind you see on paintings in a museum. Really? You don't suppose... It was on a stolen painting? I think there's a better than good chance. Do your mystic powers tell you anything? No, but they really only work on people. You find a person and I'll read them. Besides you, I mean. I promised I wouldn't read you and I won't. I know. It's a deal. I have to get back. I'll be home as soon as I can, but don't wait up. Of course I'll wait up. I can't rest until I know you're okay. Be careful. You too. Some of the stuff in here gives me the willies. My gift didn't work on that shell, but my brain's working just fine. Mr. Love has something to do with Betty's case. I'm sure of it. He loves fine art. He has a yacht, and he's not telling the truth about why he's in Bristolport. That's too many coincidences. Now to try to get something out of him without him knowing I'm on to him. I've become obsessed with this Cotan exhibit. I think that I am... Only one of a few to see these artifacts. One of a few hundred by now, I think. But that's a lot fewer than those who have seen King Tut, I bet. <laughs> yes, I would think so. Are you a Bristolport native? Sure am, born and raised. I could tell you just about everything about this town, from how it was founded to who's the biggest gossip to the best place for dinner. Ask me anything. All right. Who makes the best martini? Hmm. That used to be Patrick at the Blarney Stone, but he's not there anymore. So I'd say probably Nick over at Harry's. I don't go there much, just for special occasions. Way too expensive for me. Very good to know. How about uh, the best place to go for a walk when you want to be alone? Oh, that's easy. There's a path that goes from the waterfront down to all those tide pools. Hardly anyone goes down there. Either that or over by the old factory. Some people think it's dangerous, but I haven't had a problem. Of course, if you buy it, I'll have to find another place to walk. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. I would give you permission. Lorelai, there you are. Hi, Dr. Morgan. I'm just finishing up my tour. This is Mr. Love. Mr. Love, Dr. Beryl Morgan. It is an honor and a pleasure to meet you, Dr. Morgan. I looked forward to visiting your museum based on the glowing reports I received about you, and I will say that I was not disappointed. The Morgan Museum is truly spectacular. Thank you very much. I'm glad you enjoyed your visit. What did you like the most? Oh, this exhibit on Cotan. It's so unlike any other exhibit I've ever seen. It must have been quite a chore to decipher the glyphs. I'd love to spend some time with you discussing your methods, say, over drinks? I hear Harry's makes the best in town. Thank you, but I already have plans. Perhaps another time. Of course, of course. I will take my leave now. I'm sure you two ladies have much to do here. Thank you again, Miss Johnson. I'll be back at least once more while I'm still in town. You're welcome. Come back any time. Beryl, did you feel that? The strong wave of deceit? Yes, I did. 
Did you feel the same thing? I sure did. I also got something else. The image of a painting of a shepherd girl in a submarine? I detected a submarine off of Gannett Island last night when we went looking for the source of the mysterious light that nearly caused Artie to crash. That's what Betts was doing. She didn't want to tell me in case I worried, and I didn't listen to her thoughts. She found a gilt shell that I'm sure came off of a frame. Somebody's stealing artwork, and I know who. Beryl, she's going back there tonight with Seamus. They're in big, big trouble. I can feel it in every bit of my body. So can I. We'll just have to go and get them out of it. I just received some very troubling vibrations. What is going on? Right now, art theft. Tonight, the apprehension of the thief. Let's go find Artie. We need to hire a boat for tonight. So that little gold shell was part of a fancy frame? That's what Lorelai said, and I believe it. Let's look for more down at the water's edge. We'll have to be quick about it. The sun's setting mighty fast. I don't see any... Hey, what's this? A little brass plaque. I can't quite make it out, but the first letters look like... R... E... P... (laughs) Well done, Horatio. They're quite unconscious. Tie them up and put them in the submarine. We'll take care of them permanently as soon as we've loaded the new pieces you've brought me into the yacht. What did you bring me? Well, there is a nice piece of a shepherd girl and another one of a man in a blue coat with a lot of bodies. Excellent. They will be just the things to add to my collection. Anything else? Yeah, a statue of the head of some bloke and a big old necklace made of gold and jewels. Better and better. Let's get them into the yard. Then we'll deal with the snoopers. Never would have guessed that one. I believe they are far worse than just art thieves. The submarine implies much more. So what's the plan? Artie will drop anchor off the east side of the island. We will take his dinghy to the island. Jewel, we have to hurry. Betts and Seamus have been captured. How do you know? I, I, I just do. I always know when Betty is hurt or sad. Do you feel it too, Jewel? I do. I do as well. Lorelai, look at me. Emit your positive energy and focus it on Betty. She will be able to feel it and know you are on the way. Got it. Thanks, Amar. So what's the rest of the plan, Jewel? The plans have changed. Artie, go around to the north side of the island and dock. They aren't looking for us. Quickly. There's no time to lose. You got it, Jewel. We're just about there. Thank you, Artie. We will return shortly. (laughs) Be careful out there. I'll keep my hand on the radio and I'll call for backup the minute you give the signal. Bessie and Commissioner Hardy are being held on the submarine. There is a launch on the south side of the island that belongs to a yacht that lies at anchor further off. 
How will you get in? A new skill I've acquired, the ability to move items with my mind, including locks. He'll most likely try to escape to the launch. Be ready. Oh, good. You're awake. Oh, who are you? I'm your captor, of course. I will also be the very last face you see. You'll be in more trouble than you can handle if you do anything rash. We're police officers. I'm sorry to hear that. I do hope they have full dress funeral for you both. That's not going to happen for a long time. You being behind bars, that'll be a lot sooner. You are a brave one, little girl. She is also correct, John Beasley Love. You will do no harm to these two people. Your days of stealing priceless treasures are over. A glowing purple figure? Who are you? I am the jewel. I see the truth in the hearts of all men. You have stolen great works of art from war-ravaged countries to satisfy your own greed. You will not keep those works. Oh yes I will. Horatio, get him! I cannot, sir. I can't move. Sir, he's escaped! Don't let him get away, Jewel. He won't get away. I didn't come alone. Let's go see the finale of this escapade. Well, that was easy enough. Now to get to the yacht and get away. Stop where you are! Another one? Who are you people? We're the good guys. Ah! I'm floating in the air upside down! Here are the keys for both the yacht and the submarine. A little black book, too. It lists all of the artwork he's stolen. You'll never find my treasures. I've hidden them in a very secret place. They are in the old factory in the foreman's office closet. Damn it! How do you know that? He told you. The jewel sees the truth in all men. And the other two? We are the writers of wrongs. The good guys, as Lorelei says. Here comes the cavalry. You are so arrested, Mr. Love. You should study the meaning of your own name, John Beasley. Greed and power are not mentioned in this definition. Don't worry, Jewel. He'll have a lot of time to do that where he's going. I can't believe I missed all of that. I didn't even realize you two weren't around yesterday afternoon, Seamus. Sorry, Ray. I couldn't risk the life of our mayor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he was smuggling art masterpieces from Europe to America in a submarine? Yes. He and his henchmen had raided museums during the war. They'd been bringing pieces over a few at a time and rendezvousing at remote places to transfer the goods. Bristol Port was only one of his hiding places. The Jewel discovered that he had several other spots on the Atlantic coast. The Jewel and Lorelei, that is. The FBI has been called in and is raiding those other spots as we speak. I couldn't help hearing him. It was if he said it out loud. <sighs> One of these days I'll get a handle on that. I'm glad it worked last night. Me too. Though when it comes to you, it'll always work. And I'm really glad of that. I know it's hard to be left out, Ray. But you have to admit it was a good thing you were here yesterday. Oh, 
What did we miss? Well, I did talk the city council into allocating funds to repair the wharf. <laughs> the fleets thank you for that. You're welcome. And I got them to agree to tear down the factory. It's an eyesore and dangerous. The land will be converted into a park, at least for now. Oh, and I did one other thing. I renew the arena lease to the narwhals. We'll have hockey in Bristolport for at least five more years. Ah, that is wonderful news. You are a hero, Ray. Yeah, you're all heroes as far as I'm concerned. Including you, Beryl. Bristolport's the best town in the world, thanks to you six. This has been another episode of... The Jewel, brought to you by Bijou Lux Jewelers and their limited edition of the Jewel's Pendant. Get yours today. Come back next time for a brand new episode, same time, same station. Tonight's cast included Helen Alamano, Val Coons, Mike Luce, Richard Tatum, Rachel Wasserman, and Keith Wright. Story by Val Coons. Sound patterns by Val Coons. The Jewel theme was written and performed by Marty Axelrod. This has been a Q Footsteps production. Nalamsha. <laughs> <laughs>